Heavenly Father, you are Lord and Lord and King of Kings. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for another day, Lord. We thank you just just for the opportunity, Lord, to just praise you, Lord. But we ask you to forgive us of any of our sins or anything that we've done of your wrong, Lord. And we ask that you continue to use us, Lord, and, and just let us be a light to the world with all the stuff that's going on. Lord, we ask that you continue to give us strength, Lord, and that you cover us from anything that's happening that is not of you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we continue to bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, y'all. Let's get started. It is time for an all-new broadcast of the RH3 show. We got a guest co-host with us. It's an all-new show on today. Roll tape track. Our feature presentation. Mike Chat one two one two. The same as winners, we can't live by the picture they paint because they know that all the inner retain. So we must live out our lives with a sense of restraint. Which means, do I live or we ain't? We are What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Rufus, your boy, Red, host of the RH3 show. And thank you so much for joining us on today. Uh, as y'all know, during the promo, and I've been speaking on it on Monday and and on yesterday, which it was Tuesday. And today we have a friend to the show, our co-host. You heard him on the prayer, uh, Mr. Sean Ware. What's going on, Sean? Thank you so much for co-hosting with us on today. Hey, how's everyone doing today? And man, I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that you uh allowing me to co-host, you know, today, especially like being the first week of, the, of a brand new year, and you got you know a whole new show going. So, hey, let's keep this energy going. Yes, sir. And also, being that this week we are celebrating eleven years of the entire and the entire brand, the entire RH Three Show brand, and so. Um, I started this on YouTube back in, uh, oh, I think it was oh nine, oh ten, yeah, 2010, 2010, wow. and so I branched off and God been blessing, and so, hey, I've always said you never, never despise small beginnings. Wow, 11 years, you gotta, you gotta uh, let your listeners know, like, what made you to continue to just keep going, like, Honestly, and, and 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 I, from the very beginning, I'm glad you asked that, and thank you for asking that. Um, what made me keep going, and and being that this internet thing, it, uh, well, it was, well, it still is. When I started, it was it was very cutthroat. I mean, you had to have a thick skin because, you know, being that you know at the, still now I'm I'm uh, a black male with albinism or whatever. People can be so ruthless and whatever, and and you know, cruel. And I just you know, of course, YouTube is broadcasting yourself, and uh-huh. even then, I, I I wanted to you know stop, and so. I kept pushing and kept pushing, and then five years into it, then that's whenever I 
were granted the opportunity to be on radio. And I'm like, okay, you know what? God is good. And so, hey, now <laughs> 10 years into it, uh, which was last year, you know, it was 10 years and then, you know, made five years on radio. And now this year is 11 and 6. And so... Yeah. Hey, that's, that's a wonderful thing, man. We thank God for that, and we thank God that you continue to push through, yeah. no matter you know what was happening, what's going on, and stuff. So we appreciate the show. That's why we're listening. So man, keep up the good work. Thank you, and and even y'all with with how the way I'm, you know, speaking on on air, all of that thick skin came come from, you know, you know, from the years, and so I just I, I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I thank God for it. Y'all, it's time for our kitchen table talk. So so let's come on and, and get started with our conversation. All right, pull up a chair. Let's have a conversation. It's time for our kitchen table talk. Um, um, how things been going with you, um, even for the last few months, holiday-wise, Sean? Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I think things been going great. Um, and that's because uh, I've been focused on on Jesus this whole time because I've been doing this music consistently, mm-hmm. even during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Like I'm constantly working on new songs and new material, and um, I'm not allowing what's going on in the world to to slow me down mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm I'm someone who reads the Bible and. God warned us of things that was going to happen in the end times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you prepare spiritually and you're built up, then little things, like God said, don't worry about that stuff. You know, stay focused on me. So so my whole thing is like during the holidays I, or, you know, being around friends and family, I treated it like any other time. Right. I, you know, I live every day. You know, I live day by day. I don't worry about the future. I just take every day and I appreciate every moment. And if I'm having a good time with my family on, you know, let's just say Christmas Day or or New Year's or whatever, then I'm enjoying that time with them. So, hey, that's just where I'm at right now. That's it. And, and it, um, even, you know, even back... It- I say it every November when Thanksgiving come around. Every day it should be a day of Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, not, but we just, of course, we set aside that time, you know, to give yeah. thanks. And so people always get, you know, that, you know, of course, get misconstrued and say, uh, you know, Thanksgiving this and that. You know, I, I and, and the food wise, you know, uh-huh. I, I, with me in, in the South here or whatever, Almost every Sunday is considered, you know, I, I can have the same food that I'm having on November the 25th or when that, you know, on on with, on that fourth sun, Thursday or whatever. The same what I have on what I have on, um, you know, Thanksgiving. And so, you know, hey, every day should be a Thanksgiving. I mean, a day of Thanksgiving. Of course, we take the time out to, you know, enjoy food and enjoy family, enjoy this, that, and the third. But I'm glad what you said. I just treat it like another day. Yeah, we, yeah. you know, 
and, and just celebrate. Yeah, I try to enjoy uh, being around my my family, especially my children, all the time. Because you know, every all these moments are are precious. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at them planning and just say, "Hey, okay, well, I'm going to treat them special this day," or I'm gonna pay attention. No, when I wake up every day, I tell them I love them, mm-hmm. and you know, I give them hugs and stuff. And, you know, even though they're teenagers, you know, I don't know if y'all got teenagers, but, you know, teenagers be like, yeah, yeah. my girl, my girls are good with it. My son, you know, I got to give him a fist bump. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, what's up, dad? Or I'd be like, what's up? And, mm-hmm. and that's it. And he'd go do his own thing. But but still, you know, I try to take um, advantage of every all these moments just to be thankful. And again, like I said, I'm so thankful to, for the way God has been using me during this season um, that I'm not even worried about you know, what the world is, you know, kind of really, you know, stressing out about. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm in a good place right now. Mm-hmm. With God. Mm-hmm. How old is your son? My son is 15 going on 16 mm-hmm. in a couple of months. So, and my daughters, I got twin daughters, and they're mm-hmm. 14. Uh-huh. So they're teenagers, they're in high school, but mm-hmm. they're at home. I didn't really say high school because they're at home doing online schooling. But uh, they're going to be doing hybrid pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But besides that, nah, I'm to, again, I'm always trying to spend time with them, you know, crack little corny jokes with them, mm-hmm. make them laugh here and there. But then I still got to be serious and be that, that parent and lay down right. the, the rules and stuff, let them know. There's order in the house and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's fun times so. though. Exactly, and the reason why I ask that is because I, I, you know, just I say probably within the last two years, and then you know we'll segue into a, a, a question about family dynamics and what we're dealing with, you know, in the world. But um, just within the last two years, I had a conversation with with my son, and so I was asked, um. Uh, I ju- I realized that it was it wasn't a tension time, but it was a time to where um, I felt that you know the love there. But of course, it was just a, I, I I see now it was just a, the male bonding thing or whatever. And now that I realized when he gotten older, he he. I didn't know that he appreciated, but once I verbally asked him and I said, okay, Isaac, um, I, you know, of the times that I weren't there, the times that I didn't do or whatever, you know, um, I apologize or, you know, the times to where I didn't show much, you know, this, that, and the third, because at, at the time I, I, you know, with the age point, um, I thought that, okay, he's, you know, he's, you know, distant or whatever, but I now realized is that that was just the age, um, an age, you know, an age limit, an age time that he was in and, and each, you know, uh, well, boys, I, I mean, girls, I don't know, but the, the boys, of course, there's this, you know, of, when they little, they all around your dad. But when they out of elementary school and into middle school, then they kind of starting to smell themselves and then being around their friends a lot and trying to push dad off. And then you don't want to be with them. And, and, you know, once they get into high school and they're out of high school, they and it's like coming back to that child moment. And so, you know, I asked him, probably, like I said, probably about a couple years ago, about a, probably about at least two years ago. And um, he just said, um, Pops, I um, I knew that you just did what you could or whatever. And so, but I'm here back to pull back into you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, he, long that distance was there, but he knew whatever. And so, you know, young boys, they might throw you off. But in the long run, 
they gonna you know still still be there or whatever they're gonna still realize that hey well some of them are because i know some 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 hard-headed knuckleheads ain't gonna listen whether they're young or old and you just got to you know be real and, and be that dad and just take something upside the head and if, but for real though you know hey well, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I understand. That's how life is. Cause yeah. Even myself, as, when I was young, if you were to hear my story and see, that, you know, how uh, I changed and how God humbled me. Right. Uh, the way I was back then, I was I kind of am now, kind of stubborn, don't listen to nobody, feel like I listen, do what I want. Yeah, I, I can... I can understand how my parents probably felt about me mm-hmm. when I got to that certain age where, I, you know, I thought I knew everything. And we all experienced it when we got children. So, we, you know, uh, we get to that age and that point where we feel like we know everything. Oh, I'm grown. I know what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, years later, you reflect on your life and be like, man, I, I, you know, as you get older, you say, man, I wish I knew this back then when I was younger. Or, or you know, certain things that would change you for the better. So, again, like even with me, um, Man, I'm I'm 43, mm-hmm. and it took me to like experience so much in my life for God to really humble me within the last couple of years. Where I'm like, like I've really changed. Like if y'all would have been talking to me five years from now, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been the same conversation, you know. Uh, but now, um, where I'm at, like I said, I thank God. That's why I'm so I'm so thankful for how Christ is using me, uh, man. Because this my story would be like. What God using him? You know how like people probably talked about Paul right. in the Bible, like you know, man, he was a murderer, and now he wrote all this stuff. Yeah, they would have been like, God using him to write these kind of songs. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, so I, I get it. Mm-hmm. This is just it's just life, and so you know, um, that's that's just that. And and we experienced it, and and the reason why I talk about it because most of the time. Um, and of course, this is a, and I have to prerequisite by saying this, this is a Christian-based, uh, you know, radio talk show or whatever. But it, most of these conversations are like elephant in type, room type discussions when it comes to Christian household or um, in, uh, you know, churches or whatever, in Christian conversations and group talk. And so, you know, you just have to talk about it. And, you know, even, and even not only, you know, and even black homes, black Christian homes. And, you know, you got to speak on it. And so be real about what, you know, your upbringing and be real about, you know, Everything is not uh, all peaches and cream, okay? This is where I come from, and this is, you know, where I'm at. And so, you know, that's that. Right. And, and so, you know, whatever. But how do you feel, you know, and I'll, you know, we'll converse with the the, the um, family dynamics um and I and you know we of course we can't speak about other ones, but how can you see the family dynamics um, have changed being with this situation that's going on with COVID? Uh, how do you think that's 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 how we dealing with it? Man, I, I mean, I, it all depends because I see different sides and um, how certain people handle it and some people don't. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen situations where people are very scared and you know don't want to be next to you. Mm-hmm. And I see some people walking around with, without you know masks and don't care. They're like, man, I ain't, I'm not sick. This COVID ain't you know sick, but but as far as the way I'm handling it in my household, you know, I'm like, 
I'm treating it like if we get sick, like it's a flu until something happens. Like otherwise, I'm just living my life, like I said, every day, right. um, trusting God, not worrying about it. Um, I'm not. I'm also still, you know, making sure my hands are clean and making sure I'm still mm-hmm. being safe. And so I'm, I'm wearing a mask when I'm outside in public and stuff. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, no, I'm not worried about COVID at all. Um, I'm so focused on Christ right now, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm not saying I can't be touched or can't be sick or nothing. But um, I did some research on COVID, and and we be going to a whole other topic. But I just feel like <laughs> COVID is is you know a, a a big plot. I'm just gonna put it out there like that. Hey, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go, go ahead. I, nah, I, I'm with you, but go ahead. But, but no, nah, that's a whole different topic, though. Um, but. I, I mean, because I've, I've seen some videos where even with the uh, the, the test, like when you got when you go in to get tested for COVID, mm-hmm. uh, there was this one um, video I seen where this um, uh, guy from uh, and I forget what part of Africa was. He said that his president, they took those COVID tests, they tested the people, they tested the animal, they tested like a plant or a rock or something, and everything tested positive. So. I'm like, come on, man! Mm-hmm. Like these COVID tests are like, I just, I just don't trust it or trust what's going on. That's why I said I'm not, I'm not even worried about this at all, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of focused on um, Christ right now. Again, God even tell us, you know, put all His worries and and fears on Him, mm-hmm. and and this is reasons why we should be, you know, trusting God and have that kind of relationship where we don't have to worry about COVID or. A lot of things happening in life, which is hard. Don't get me wrong; it ain't easy to just say, "Hey, man, you know what, what's going to happen?" Because we don't know. But God is like, "Man, I got you." And He's mm-hmm. and He said, hey, "Jesus, the Prince of Peace." He wants to give us peace. He don't want us to be worrying about it. But right. So my family, we we ain't worried about it. I don't know what's going on with your family. How y'all handling it? We we dealing we. It's about the same for me, but uh, you know, and, and and honestly, for myself, I I'm, I'm about the same way. When I'm around family, when I'm around, you know, whatever, I don't have it on. But I be very respectful when I'm out in the public. I be very right. respectful of, you know of the people who I'm around and then I'd be re- yeah. very respectful of people in my house being that okay I just left from Walmart you know I have to take my mask and go or I left you know went to various stores so uh-huh. I'm taking my mask with, mask with me because I got to come home or I have to go to my mom's house or I got to go to church with other people and I've been out to various public places and I got to be respectful okay I've been out and so wherever else I'm going no telling, you know, whatever. So if I don't go to, if I go here and there and everywhere without a mask on and I go to somebody else's house, that's disrespecting, you know, feeling like I don't care for them because I didn't have no mask on. So I try to cover myself whenever I'm going out in public. But if I'm going to say, if I go to your house and visit, I, you know, still try to have my mask on. Why? Because I've been out in public places. Now, if I'm going from house to house and I know how, you know, I know that, you know, you or maybe a cousin of mine, I know how they protective. I may not have no mask on, say like for this weekend, I mean, this past weekend for the holidays, I spent Christmas, um, you know, two days and then I didn't stay over there, but I went back and forth. And then New Year's, you know, two days with my son and, and his family. And so it was just us. 
And both of those times, I didn't have a mask on. Why? Is because we knew where we go and everybody else going. We, you know, kept our surroundings. And so we don't want no extra people here in the house, uh-huh. you know, because we don't know where they go and we don't know who they've been around or whatever. And so we just be respectful of everybody's, you know, atmosphere. Right. When I go to church, do I have my mask on? And and we are social distancing, but I do have, you know, my mask on because I don't know what some of these people be going, right. you know. And so it's just a point of, you know, just the respect thing. Am I afraid of whatever? No. And not, I don't, and I treat it just as a common cold. This other thing, um, and the vaccine, I, I, I trust this COVID thing or whatever, whether it's man-made or whatever, over the vaccine because I, I don't they, look. Y'all came up with this vaccine within a few months, so you can't tell me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't I don't trust. Hey, I agree with you on that vaccine. I'm not, I'm not taking it. Like I said, you you can find you can come up with this vaccine that fast, but you can't find a, a cure for a, a vaccine for a flu or you know. A common cold or something, you know. I, I people was even talking about like y'all can't find the vaccine for it or anything for cancer to cure all this other stuff, mm-hmm. but you can come up with some for COVID in a few months. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not taking it. Mm-hmm. And, you know the bad thing about that too is when you, I don't know I, I, I don't watch the news, but I be seeing like stuff online, the videos online, and I see how they taking you know the, the vaccinations. And it's like the needles are are already pushed in, or it's like some some about it's fake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all trying to trick us? Like we we don't pay attention because mm-hmm. people are, are are very you know the internet is cruel. They they pay attention in everything. So uh, I, I just I just can't take it. My household already know. My children already know. I said y'all ain't taking it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, I think it's more behind it, but again, that's a whole nother conversation. Another so. conversation, exactly. Because I, I'm with you. I, I can go. I can even go deep with what's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If it's, if it's electronics in it or whatever, I. Right. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Nope. Nope. And if somebody say, well, the COVID is man, I can even you know give my opinions on that or whatever. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Nope. If even if it is how whatever's killing folks, I'm, I'm protecting myself. I don't care if it's man made. I don't care if it's whatever spreading whatever. Well, well, this is my thing because your, your listeners are, are, you know, international. They're worldwide. So um, in America, you know, we got these numbers that are rising and stuff, mm-hmm. which I don't understand because when you look at the other numbers in other countries, you'll see that um, some of the numbers are up and then they just drop off the map completely. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, why is it that only in America that the numbers are rising? But then yet... You, you notice like some of the patents on all this stuff was, came from Americans or, mm-hmm. or, you know, rich people in America. So, again, I don't trust what's going on with the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. Yeah, and so I, I'm I'm gonna say this and move on because I no telling who's listening and who might send this to to to, to Washington D.C. or Because uh, nah, y'all ain't gonna wait for me at one o'clock on Thursday and then I and, and can't find me. Nah, no sir, no sir. But um, to to even to even wind that part up, it, it's just I, I think that it is. 
for me, the whole family dynamic, it has changed, but it kind of made it the better because my family, we just talked about it the other day on Facebook Messenger. Um, we got two separate groups. We got my mom's children in one group. It's just the four of us. And then we got the four of us plus our children in another group. And so that main group, we said, you know, each month we're going to go on Zoom and, and, you know, and it's sad that we get into that point, but it's just, it's just a bond. And even with my son's family, you know, um, just this past weekend, we, you know, we all said that, hey, we're going to get together um, uh, once a month to to just have a nice, you know, time and boy, you know, play boy games and listen to, you know, good, clean music or whatever. And so that's what we did. And it was just, you know, nobody else but him, his brothers, um, his mom and his mom's uh, a friend or whatever and her sisters. And that's it. And it, it probably no more than about 10 of us. And it's just bring, you know, it's just what you got to be creative and, you know, bring, you know, it's just. I say early on it wasn't like this, but now it's just a new form of new way of living uh, and whatever. And I think is for me is bringing people together. I mean, bringing my people together and knowing what's 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 um what's more important, you know. Well, yeah, that, that's good though. That you know is bringing your family together, and and again, some of my family, but not all. But yeah. again, I seen, I heard other stories too, and I and I talked to people who said that you know they can't stand being in the house all the time, you know, mm-hmm. with family. So again, it all depends on uh, the household and stuff. But again, I try to tell people just to see the best out of it and and appreciate the time you are spending with your loved ones or anyone um, during this time. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm an introvert, so I I can't wait to another shutdown. So. <laughs> I'm sitting in the house chilling. It don't even matter to me, so I'm good. Uh, okay. But um, yeah, that's that. That's that's that. Anything else you want to to chop it off for? Um, Nina Taylor come in with her her gospel news. Uh, no, man, I appreciate the, the conversation. All right, and then we're going to, uh, Sean is going to showcase his brand new album, Banner for Christ, and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. All right, be back with more of the RH3 show. All right, be back in a moment. Want to connect with me and go beyond the broadcast? Do so by following me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Arch 3 Show. You can also watch us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash I rep a savior. That's youtube.com forward slash I R E P A S A V I O R. Follow me on social media. Hi, it's The Arch 3 Show. Connect. The Arch 3 Show. For more about the broadcast, please visit TheRH3Show.com. We've been given a new life. We're living in two Christ in our sins. Thank God that he the need to make us. This is real life. We show real love and we also have real conversations, all from a Christian male perspective. It's the Real Talk with Rufus right here on the RH3 show. Ooh. 
All right, you guys, we are back. We are back. And like I said before the commercial break, um, Sean is here to uh, introduce and to present his and showcase his brand new album, Banner for Christ. And so we're going to go through yeah. and run through the um, his, his album. And so this first song, y'all, y'all heard it before, but um, uh, we played it back in October, Love Somebody. And it's featuring um, his artist, uh, Cameron. So, you know, um, I know Sean, he'll speak on him um, a little bit. But, um, um, you know, just briefly talk about Love Somebody. And then we're going to go into... Um, uh, track two on that, uh, the next song or whatever. Go ahead and, and, and talk about the album, Sean. Yeah, uh, yeah, Battle for Christ. Yeah, the whole the whole concept for the album, you know, was just focusing on Christ. And um, it, it, the, the title actually came from one time my cousin, um, he he just called me randomly, right? And this is after a date. I did like a, a interview on the show, and he said. He just he not he hasn't heard the show or nothing. And he called me and said, Sean, you're not gonna be a brand, right? Because I mentioned the word brand in the conversation. Um, he said, I don't know what God is telling me, but you're not gonna be a brand, but you're gonna be a banner. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna be a banner for for him. And I said, Man, I said, I know this is God because you don't know I just had a conversation with someone and I mentioned brand because the uh, the person who was talking he said yeah what about your brand and I kind of followed by him and said yeah my brand is like this but when my cousin called me not knowing that I had that conversation and said God said to him that you're not going to be a band but you're going to be a, a banner that stuck with my mind the whole time so I said man I'm going to be a banner for Christ so with this album you know it was it was a perfect title to name it banner for Christ because it's focuses on Christ but yeah so the first song y'all heard Love Somebody that was like created with the story of the uh, Good Samaritan in mind, you know, like um, and Luke 10. Um, also, the thing, Luke 10 27, when the Bible talks about love, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your, with all your mind and your strength and your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. So, so yeah, so when God put that soul in my heart, um, it's just about showing love, you know, love somebody, no matter what the situation is. And we want to be reminded to people and show people the love that Christ loved us. So that's where that song came from. I like that one. And um, um, I, I was stuck on that one, you know, reviewing it and even the last time. And so uh, introduce um, uh, this next song, Blessed Savior. Yeah, Blessed Savior is uh, featuring Cameron again. That's my man. So y'all going to hear him on most of these songs. Uh, uh, Cameron, uh, he did a great job on this whole album, actually. But but Blessed Savior is just a reminder of how much God loves us and how wonderful Jesus is. And and that, you know, we it's just showing people how, like, when Jesus was sent by our Heavenly Father to save us and how the Bible talks about, in you know, John three sixteen, how God so loved the world. So I'm honoring and glorifying him in this particular song as well. So, I mean, y'all going to hear it. It's going to sound amazing. So check it out. All right. Here it is. Blessed Savior. Talk about how much God really loves you Cause he gave his only son for you 
I'ma talk about how Jesus walked this earth and gave his life for you. I'ma show you how my life turned around from all those negative things. My God is real and he helped me mature into a more positive being. Listen to God's true word and share the news with those who haven't heard. I'm spreading the gospel about my Savior and sharing the word to help Savior. Blessed Savior, God sent redeem us. Blessed Savior, God sent redeem us. I'ma talk about the way he walked for my life to be forever changing. I'ma share with you how studying his word helped to build a true relation. I'ma tell you how Jesus died on the cross to bear our sins before him. I'ma tell you how he rose in three days. Now he's up in heaven. And now I'm very thankful that Jesus came to save our souls. That was Blessed Savior featuring Cameron. And uh, number three, Jesus Died For Us. That's the uh, third track. Um, Give us a synopsis on on this one. Um, I like this one. Yeah, Jesus Died For Us. Again, it's featuring Cameron. Let me explain to the listeners again because they don't know from the first time. I cannot sing. Mm-hmm. Okay, God gave me this gift to write, but I can't sing, so uh, I couldn't. Ha- no one used to want to sing for me or whatever. So I found some people, you know, through a website who don't mind singing, and I use Cameron on a lot of stuff because I-, I love his voice and he projects mm-hmm. the songs I want. But yeah, but Jesus died for us. That was just me being thankful that Jesus died for our sins. And um, but this song, I was describing some of the pain that Jesus suffered and went through when he was here in flesh. To save us, and it's you know I'm using with these songs. I'm I'm coming out of scripture, but you know the way God is using me to write them, I'm using scripture out the Bible. But God is having me put it to this music, so that's mm-hmm. that's amazing. So so this also showing uh, the song is also showing how He endured all of this for us, you know, all this pain and stuff. But but again, it's for us for me to show back, you know, how much I'm thankful that Jesus died for us. Mm-hmm. So. Jesus died for us right here on the RH3 show and, and of course it is featuring the artist, his artist, Cameron. I
Everything I do is to honor and glorify you. So I'm going to share your story. I'm going to tell the world about you. Number four, glory. Yeah, <laughs> glory. <laughs> Tell us about glory, uh, Sean. All right, so uh, glory was just me describing how good God is, and I just want to acknowledge who He was and give Him glory and honor. Like in, in Revelation um, fourteen and seven, it talks about giving God the glory. You know how they praising Him in in heavens, the, the angels and stuff singing to Him, giving Him glory. Um, so this song was just giving God glory. And again, it's featuring Cameron, so check it out. 
Check it out. All right. Here is Glory. Coming in at number five, this next one. I like this one, and I like the title. It's called I've Changed. I've Changed. Give us a um, um, uh, backstory on uh, I've Changed. I've Changed is me describing how God changed me and how I always want to praise him and uh, and and all and also me describing how amazing he is and the fact that he's also coming back for us mm-hmm. so we can be with him and I'm I'm being so grateful for that um, you know to even think about how amazing that moment is mm-hmm. and just it's just in all just how God changed me how much he loves me and he's coming back and it's just a wonderful feeling you know to to honor God and to honor Christ in that kind of way you know so it's a, it's a beautiful song so go ahead. Take a listen. Here's I've Changed, number five. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. 
perfect, I'm focused. Meet me at the church, I'm jolting. Walking in the room while I'm praising. Thinking about my life while praying. Opened up my eyes, I'm seeing. Gave my life to Christ, I'm believing. On another level, different phases. Now I'm giving God all the praises. That the way things are going, praying that the world keeps hoping, knowing that grace is getting nearer. Lord, order my steps, make it clearer. Giving you the praises and the glory, telling the world about your story. You opened up my heart and now I'm tearing. My faith is in your word; it comes from hearing. Next one, and we're gonna hear this uh, next number six, track six. Um, and, and we all, and myself, and yourself, and our grandmothers have heard, uh, uh, you know, his return. And this next title one is called Christ is Coming. And, and uh, 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 you know, as, as best as you can, you know, this is, you know, a title speaks for itself, but go ahead and give us a, a synopsis on um, this next track, Sean. Yeah, Crisis Coming um, is featuring um, Cameron again. Um, there's going to be parts in here where y'all going to hear him sing kind of high because he can project his voice like that. Mm -hmm. But I wanted like a choir in this song a little bit, but mm -hmm. I couldn't afford a choir or, or you know, get that many people. So I Cameron did all everything and, and it came out amazing. But this song was more of a, a warning to let people know that Jesus is coming back. Um, and, and, you know, so when you hear the trumpets that you warn all... And, 
and to let the believers know that we need to be ready. Just like um, Thessalonians, what, 4, mm-hmm. the 16 through 7 describes it. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ is coming back, and I'm just letting people know, hey, it's real. This is the stuff God put in my spirit to write about, and it's real. So, hey, it's, it's a warning or, it's, or for those, but for, for us, it's something to be happy about to know that Jesus is coming back. So, check it out. Christ is coming. Jesus. 
right, there you have it, y'all. Track one through six. And so we're going to take a quick commercial break and more of Banner for Christ and Sean Ware and uh, his artists coming up next. Be back in a moment. Listening to my boy Red with the RH3 show. And you're listening to the RH3 show. Right here. Keep it locked. Yo. Gotta catch up on the news regarding politics, or if you want to know news about the TV, movies, sports, and or the music industry, be it if it's in gospel or any other entertainment genre, well, it is time for the Inside Scoop of the Rufus right here on the RH3 show. Hey everybody, Happy New Year. I'm Nina Taylor with this week's Gospel News. Todd Galbert is a gospel singer and worship leader originally from Rayford, North Carolina. He was raised up singing in the church. His first experience was as a worship leader while he was still in his mid-teens. He appeared in several theater productions after high school. In 2006, his self-released gospel album entitled Private Chambers. It was a set of original songs that he wrote for the play of the same name. Galbert eventually settled as worship pastor at Redemption, a church in Greenville, South Carolina. It was there that he recorded Lord, You Are Good, a part spoken testimony that hit the Billboard Gospel Songs chart and became a gospel digital song sales number one in the fall of 2016. Micah Paris, born in London, England, on April 27, 1969. She grew up singing in her grandparents' church, and in her mid-teens, she was making regular appearances with the Spirit of Watts Gospel Choir. She was soon noticed as a distinctive voice at the age of 17 when she got her break, backing vocalists with the UK chart band Hollywood Beyond. The range, power, and sheer soulfulness of her singing made a major impact on the UK scene, and in the following year of 1988, she released her debut platinum-selling album, So Good, from which she had her first top 10 hit. This led to a collaboration with American soul singer Will Downing on a cover version of Where Is The Love. In 1991, Micah's second album, Contribution, was released. This extended Micah's soul and gospel influences to bring in hip-hop and house music. Her third album, Whisper a Prayer, in 1993, marked another departure from Micah, fusing soul, jazz, and blues, along with a lavished string of arrangement. This garnered her further top 20 singles like Never Felt Like This Before and Wanna Hold On To You. Micah then decided to break from recording and return to the stage. Born on November 30th, 1924, Brooklyn, New York native, African-American congresswoman and politician, her name was Shirley Chisholm. In 1968, she became the first black woman to serve in the United States Congress and has championed several issues including civil rights, aid for the poor, 
poor and women's rights. Shirley Chisholm was born in Brooklyn, New York to Barbadian parents. When she was three years old, she was sent to live with her grandmother, who was also from Barbados. She received much of her primary education in the Barbados school system, which stressed the traditional British teachings of reading, writing, and history. When Chisholm was 10 years old, she returned to New York during the height of the Great Depression in 1929 through 1939. Shirley Chisholm attended the New York public school system. While training to be a teacher, Chisholm became active in several campus and community groups. She developed an interest in politics and learned the arts of organizing and fundraising. After graduating with honors from Brooklyn College in 1946, a successful career as a teacher, Shirley Chisholm decided to run for New York State Assembly. Her ideals were perfect for the times. In 1964, Chisholm was elected to the Assembly. During the time she served in the Assembly, Chisholm sponsored 50 bills, but only eight of them passed. One of the successful bills she supported provided assistance for poor students to go on to get higher education. She served in the State Assembly until 1968 when she decided to run for U.S. Congress. Chisholm won the election and began a long career in the U.S. House of Representatives from 1968 to 1982. In 1972, Chisholm ran for the highest office in the land. She spoke out about the judicial system in the United States, police brutality, prison reform, gun control, drug abuse, and numerous other topics. Chisholm did not win the Democratic nomination, but she did win an impressive 10% of the votes within the party. Here's this week's top 10 gospel songs. Number 10 from Rudy Currents, Belong Here. 9, Juan and Lisa Winans, featuring Marvin L. Winans with It Belongs to Me. Number 8, James Fortune, Lisa Noel Smith, Nobody Like Jesus. 7, Kalante Gavin, Hold Me Close. 6, Charles Jenkins and Fellowship Chicago, He'll Make It All Right. 5, Group Fire, More Than Friends. 4, Marvin Sapp, Thank You For It All. Number 3, Kirk Franklin, Strong God. Number 2, Tamala Mann with Touch From You. And our new number one song for this week comes from Fred Jerkins, A Project of Healing, featuring Lowell Pye, Patiently Praising. Well, that's your top 10 gospel songs and your gospel news. I'm Nina Taylor, wishing you a joyous and happy new year. Remember, contact me through my brand new website at msninataylor.com. Now, let's get back to more great gospel music on this great station all right you all we are back and you all listen um during the commercial break uh we had some uh uh looking at the time we are running out of time and so to give those who uh you know follow the rs3 show on our stations or whatever uh time to come in we're going to bring sean we're on and back tomorrow uh, during our um, Real Talk with Red discussion, our segment, and that's when we, you know, we invite our guests back or whatever. No matter of fact, he's going to come in during the kitchen table talk. So early on yeah. Thursday's broadcast, um, just come on in and, and, and pull up a seat and continue on listening to uh, the broadcast. And we're also going to have a, a featured song um, uh, that I want you all to listen to. He wants you all to listen. And what's the name of that song, Sean? Uh, yeah, it's not on this particular album, mm-hmm. uh, but the name of the song is called Let's Celebrate Part Two. And uh, it's, it's actually a, a good, you know, song to get you, you moving and motivated to do stuff, too. And, and it's getting celebrated about Jesus, celebrating about God. So, But we're going to continue to focus on this Banner for Christ album so y'all can hear how great these songs are going to uh, be. And, um, again, 
Uh, I, I'm gonna be here tomorrow. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some more. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. All right, there you have it. And so, for more about uh, me or the broadcast, you can visit my website at theirs3show.com. And Sean, let them know about you and also Banner for Christ. Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram at Seanwear21, or you can just find me on Facebook at Seanwear. So, uh, Banner for Christ is on, on, you can look me up on, on Amazon, download it from there. You can, uh, Get it from Apple Music, any online streaming site y'all, y'all can think about. It's on there, and again, it's only five ninety nine. You know, I'm, I'm praying for y'all support. It's gonna be a blessing in y'all lives. Um, it's, it's it's some really great music. I got you know, this is the fifth album I did in the past uh, fourteen months since I started doing this. Like God just been pouring songs at me, and um, I just I was amazing. So check out all the music, but yeah. That's where it's at. And there you have it. All right. You all, we'll talk to you later and see you all on tomorrow. All right. Talk to you later. Later. Take care. Peace.